Hey guys, welcome to the green room. I'm so Hello. happy you guys could be here. Thanks We're in the studio. Us. This is fun. This is the first time we've been in the studio, which is kind of cool because this was the concept of like songwriting, like basically songwriting sessions are therapy. All the songs we've written. So true. It's so true. It's literally therapy. Like, it's so crazy because I feel like I avoided therapy for so long for that reason because I feel like I would just go make music and it would be so... Oh, you didn't healing. need it. Exactly. Yeah. So I would feel like I would go in and I'd write a song and it would just be like, you walk out and it just, it feels like it is very, it's so healing. It's like a version of therapy for sure. That's how I feel. That's why I went with therapy. Exactly, yeah. right? So we need to take away your songwriting so ah, you guys got therapy? I know! We, we can no <laughs> longer <laughs> write songs. I mean, but wait, when did you first start writing? I don't Me? even think I knew when that. I was like 10? What was the first song you wrote? I don't remember. It was like... Girl, <laughs> I know you remember. I don't. I've literally, like, I wrote so many songs when I was little, so... There, I don't know. Yeah. Do you feel like it came from like a painful place, or do you just think it was like just instinctual? I just like I don't. I had shit to like I, that I wanted to come out, but it was things I'd never been through before. You know? Were you just sensitive? I think it was from watching up, my parents oh, probably picked up other really? people's like their relationship. Yeah. Do you know what's so crazy about that? I feel like a lot of times, like pain is like something like I can relate to it in the sense of like panic attacks. Like people always mm -hmm. like, or what's your trigger mm -hmm. for a panic attack? And like. For me, sometimes, like, the panic attack isn't... Like, I could literally be just totally fine at home, and all of a sudden I have a panic attack. Mm. So it, sometimes mm. it's not triggered by, like, the actual, like, thing, but something that, like, you could have experienced all this pain, and then, like, out like of nowhere... Like, yeah, the intuit, like, mm. you're just intuitive, and you're, like, all of a sudden you write a song, and you don't even know where it came from. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a part of it, for and sure. And it feels, like, euphoric in a way. Because I feel like now, for me doing therapy, like... And it's it's definitely a struggle, like to be able to go and talk to a stranger and be like, "These are my problems." Sorry, but so it's so scary. Yeah. Have you done it before? No, I've never had therapy. <sighs> well, <laughs> this is your first time. <laughs> just out of curiosity, I'm kind of curious about something. Yeah. What did what do you think therapy's like? Because it must sound so yeah, yeah. weird if you've never done it. Um, it sounds fucking terrifying because I. <laughs> oh my god! Because I have friends that do it, and they're like, "Yeah, it's really hard," and you just like cry the whole time. Really? That's so you know, funny. Is that what they say? Not, yeah, but they say it's like good. You, but, but it's scary because you are talking to a stranger about like all your traumatic shit, you know? Well, it doesn't start out like insta traumatic stuff. It's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of laughing too and getting to know each other. Just I don't how know. do you feel like you start? Like if you, if somebody is like unfamiliar with therapy, how do you do it? Like, how like do you, I'm just yeah oh, yeah. How do you start the like? Oh, what's your yeah yeah? Like, oh, okay. How, how do you how do you get it? yeah? I just, you know how we're talking right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it is. But I mean, that's my like style, that though. I mean, other people might be more different and stay more quiet yeah, yeah, yeah. until the other person starts talking. But to me, that sounds so terrifying. She's like, oh, my I God. would rather oh, never <laughs> go at all if it was like that. And so I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, if that, I don't want to be that type of therapist ever. Well, okay. So my experience with therapy, like, I've gone to a couple and I feel like you have, it's the same as, like, Date like it's date like dating. You know what I mean. You yeah. have or to like, like if find you vibe the right with person. A exactly. Yeah, if it's a click. Like yeah. there was this one therapist that I went to see one time, and I felt like she just like the whole time I was like fully felt like she was judging me. So it's just like that's like not. <laughs> see, I was like this is so not therapy. Scary. I was like what's going on? I would say something, and I'm just like wait, this is like supposed to be therapy. Well, they just and I nod and stare at you. <laughs> Literally, I'm like oh my god. But um, not the nod, not the nod. I know. I was like, okay, I'm out. This I'm so done with therapy. Awkward. Um, no, but I wanted to talk about toxic relationships today. 
Okay. I feel like it's so fitting because we just wrote Always Been You about it. It's a so fitting. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good example, too, because I feel like Always Been You was such a song that, like, you were going through something, I was going through something, Stephen was going through something, I feel like, but, like, we just came together and we probably, we didn't even necessarily talk about all of our situations yeah, in the songwriting, yeah. but it just came into the song. Mm. Do you, don't, don't you think? No, 100%. Like, I feel like we walked in and we were like, like... It's so it's interesting with songs because you just like sing something on the mic and whatever you're feeling, you just it's subconsciously it comes out, comes out. It yeah. comes out yeah. which is so crazy. Cause sometimes you're like people are like, oh, how did you come up with that lyric? And you don't really know. It just feels like it was given to you, and that's the same thing about like pain that just lives inside of you as a creative person because like the like writing a song just makes you be able to purge it in a way that feels like. Like it's a release? like yeah, like a release. Oh, it's okay. just like, and I and I think that that song in particular was something that we sort of like left being like, oh, didn't feel like we we're just like emptying out so much stuff. No, hundred percent, especially with like what it's about. I don't know. It was just such a song that like, yeah. Tell us, tell yeah. us a little bit about your like, situation, well, Jesse. I feel like people <laughs> think it's a love song, kind of. I know, but it's really about like being addicted to a toxic relationship, or, like mm. being addicted to like. But not being able to pull away, I feel like. And, not yeah. being able to get out. Not being able to get out because yeah. you're so addicted to it. Why did yeah. you feel addicted to it? Like, what made you feel like you wanted to keep going back? I think because of the constant up and downs. And because of, like, my own mental health. If I would get into a bad place, that's the first place I would go. It's oh, like, you can lean on? Yeah. But that's so toxic. And <laughs> definitely I stopped doing that. So that's good. But For now. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm done with all that. <laughs> was, okay, I, like, was he the person that you confided in all the time, or? Yeah, just because he he was the only person that I like felt understood. Oh, and then so then when he acted toxic, you kind of want to just wait it out till you get back to the person you could talk to. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what's so crazy about to me like toxic relationships is I think like even though you're going through so much pain, that person makes you feel the most comfortable. No, 100%. Isn't that so it's weird? like you experience it together. But not even, okay, like, Trauma I don't know. It's like a group um, pain. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, okay. But, like, this is, like, this is how it feels to me. Like, do you know, like, it's so weird. Like, you could literally be in a situation that's so healthy, but you don't feel connected to that person in mm-hmm. the same way. So if you're with that, like, a person that makes you actually, like, feel good in the ways that you're supposed to, it doesn't feel healing. But when you're with somebody who's toxic that, like, is, like, oh, like, wanting to, like, put you down or make you feel bad all the time, mm-hmm. for, whatever, for whatever reason, because you're connected to that person, it actually makes you feel safer. Why is that? Well, I like have that? quite yeah. an opinion on that because okay, a lot okay. of t- <laughs> there's a reason for that. Because a lot of times that people that are toxic, they have sometimes personality disorders. And yeah. what they'll do is they'll mirror exactly what you want. So if you're the type of person that needs to be comforted a certain way, <gasps> they could act it out. And, but they can only do that for a certain amount of time because it's not who they really are. So they'll become your perfect boyfriend or whoever you no. always wanted to so date. Scary. And then the minute, the minute they can't take it anymore, that's when they act out. And they also are very insecure about losing you. So then that's when you get the anger, the jealousy. Where were you? Who were you talking to? What do you, you know, and just that's when it starts coming out. And then you're all, who is this person? And you want to get out of there and leave. And then all of a sudden the comforting person, the person that's marrying what you want comes out. And so it's this push and pull. And it's really, really hard to get out. It's like a Venus flytrap. It's easy so to get in, hard to get out. Ah, yeah. That is so crazy. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. Because I feel like... 
that makes so much sense because you know like when you're in those like heated fights and you feel like this like Ugh. like if you okay like the feeling is like if you leave it's like your whole life like you can't focus on anything like so for, awful. right yeah. like so you awful. like for me i yeah. feel like so depleted mm-hmm. like i this is the way i am at least like sometimes it's like even hard to like even write a song in that moment because i think like to me i'd rather write the song after i'm like out of that experience mm-hmm. but like oh, in yeah. the mo- right 100 because you're too it's like i get this feeling in my stomach when i would see in fights like that and it's like it's like your stomach hurts literally like you feel like you're it it feels like death like i knew like it feels like so awful and like you can't focus on anything you guys heard of fog okay well not (laughs) that was the dumbest question maybe we could edit that out (laughs) but it's actually it stands for fear obligation guilt it's what you feel when you're in a toxic relationship okay and so when you come out of the fog then you could see the relationship for what it is but when you're in it it feels foggy (laughs) Oh my god, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Because, like, from, yeah, because I think that, like, it feels like if you lose that person, you're, like, feeling, like, this sense of, like, losing yourself. Like, you don't, you don't, and I think that's such a hard place to be in because, like, for me, it's, like, I just want to, like, sleep all day. Like, I won't, Mm -hmm. like, it's hard to even function. Right. And it feels like that person's so connected to you. And then you're so right about that because once you get out and you actually, like, can get over the person you're like oh my god like how did i ever like them no right. it's literally like the weirdest like, what the thing fuck was i tripping for yeah like, you start getting disgusted by the person you're like yeah, yeah exactly it's so weird do you feel like in that like the chemistry with that person and you do you feel like that they're like sort of like preying on those things about you to get you to be that in love or do you think it's yes, your love because they, <laughs> because they like, need it but a lot of people that are toxic or and I say toxic because they have to work on themselves too but what they'll do is they they have an emptiness inside them a lack of identity so they assume your identity so you'll start notice that this person that loves you and adores you well wow they like the same things as you they do everything alike and they can't stand losing you because then they have an emptiness so then you guys get this bond where you can't get away from each other isn't that so crazy? It's so crazy. So how do you know, like, in those situations, like, is it ever real love? Or do you think that it's just, like, the love, it feels like oh, love because that's it's... That's rough. I think about that Like, a that, lot, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh. Like, Well, it, I guess I'd have to ask you with the toxic relationship that you may or yeah, may not have been some... in. Yeah, did you, <laughs> did you Did you start, like, losing yourself? Did you get built up? Was the person in your corner? Or were they super needy? No, I definitely felt like I lost myself so much. Mm. I, like... It put me in the darkest place I've ever been in, and I it was just like, I don't know. It felt like nothing else mattered at the time, which is so stupid because I'm literally 17, and it feels so dramatic. But, like, in that moment, it's the worst thing ever when you feel like you're losing someone that's, like, yeah. constantly puts you down and then picks you back up. Oh! Okay, that is and when such they a, pick that's you, so, when they, yes, yeah, when they when pick they, you up, it's, it's like... It's so nice. It's so great. It's, like, the best feeling ever. It's, like... That's, the constant highs and lows are just crazy, and I feel like that's the why intensity. Just, yeah, <sighs> artists are often attracted to intensity too, so it puts you guys more 100%. at risk. I feel like I almost need that, but it's like that's so fucked because it makes me so miserable. Right. Yeah. But um, when one of the things with toxic relationships is it's not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel healthy. They're not adding to your life. They need you, and that's when you know when you're losing <sighs> yourself and you're needed so much. But that's, you also, like, if you come from a background where you feel like you have to give to get, then you just kind of wait out because you're all, oh, I guess I just have to have a real shitty relationship to get built up. And that's not how it's supposed to be. 
It's so weird though, because like if you think about it, you can come into that. Like sometimes when I think about the toxic relationships that I've been in, it's like before that you're like, oh my god, I feel so empowered. I feel so good. I know, like you can walk into a room, own it, and be like, like you really feel like all the ways that you should feel and then you meet a person and it's just like how is can that be depleted so fast do you know what i'm saying like and i found myself slipping to the point where like i will like walk into that same room and feel like who am i yeah like and it's like they don't even need to be there do you know what i mean like they're just in your mind and you're constantly checking yourself for the things that you were so positive before Mm -hmm. about you were like oh i i know that like you know what I mean? Like, it seems like you could look at this lamp and be like, oh, it's yellow or whatever. And just, it's so, like, obvious. But, like, when somebody depletes that from you, it's like, somebody could tell you it's red. And then you would be like, oh, maybe it is red. That's like, actually the red? perfect like, example yeah. they give that's for domestic violence. Like, like, that's so mm-hmm. scary to me. Like, no. We'll lock you in this room, don't let you have any outer influences, and tell you every day that that lamp is red. <gasps> and no one comes in and tells you anything different. And every time you go, well, I think it's yellow. No, it's not. It's red. Then you're gonna start that's, believing it's red, no matter what. So like that's such a great way to explain it. I feel like no, it's like so. That's literally wow. how. I f- isn't that so crazy to it's think so about? So crazy because like you could literally be like, I know, like, like in your like somewhere in your thought process, you're like, okay, I I know it's yellow, mm-hmm. but they've convinced you so much that it's red that you're like, okay, maybe I've never known my they whole life. They make it yes. so <laughs> normal. And yeah. it's like, is it normal? That's why like, they am don't I like being friends. Dramatic? Yeah, yeah. You no, think literally. You're and, yeah. that, and that's, you know, what's wow. so, so interesting to think, like, it's so funny because my dad's a therapist, so I don't know if it, like, sometimes I think <laughs> yeah, about, we always like, worry about our kids. I, and I, <laughs> but I feel like I'm very, like, self-aware in the sense that, like, I know these things, but when it comes down to, like, being in a toxic relationship, you can know something, mm-hmm. but you, but, but it's hard to put that into action. Does that make sense? Like, yes, I could literally yeah. sit in, in, again, bringing it up, like, I could literally sit in a room and be like, okay, I know this is yellow, but, like in my self-awareness but like have to sit in the room the whole time and tell people like no it's red like the whole time and they're like you're crazy it's not red jenna it's yellow and you're like no (laughs) it's red (laughs) and the whole time you're like it's red it's red and then everyone's looking at you like what but all those people that look at you like that your partner will not want them around they'll go oh she's a bitch or they they just want to use you and they'll try and get rid of those people literally they'll be like she's crazy yeah and and then you went you know what's so like fucked up about that too is that in that, you start to, like, in in a toxic relationship, you start to, like, feel like you're... Well, I don't... Okay, actually, this is a good question. Sometimes I feel like I lose my friends or people around me because I'm, like, so addicted to this other person that's, like, making me feel this way. So I feel like in that, because you start to, like, lose yourself, you're losing your relationships mm-hmm. with other people, so you start to feel like, oh... You need them more. Like, no, not even... Like, oh. for me, I'm saying, like, sometimes I feel like, like, am I making a bad impression on these people where I'm now going to lose all these other people that mm. mean something to me, because, but, like, I'm willing to risk that for this other person because I'm so mm. addicted to that. And oh. because I have... Like, let's say, like, okay, like, if you're my best friend or if we're best friends and, like, the whole time, like, we were talking about this and, again, this is going to be the story arc. We're going to go from the lamp. The <laughs> but if I was, like, the whole time and you were, like, Jenna, like, this, no, you're wrong. Like, the lamp is yellow and I was, like, it's red and we fought about it. And all of a sudden you're, like, okay, you're crazy. Like, I can't be with you right now because you're not seeing clearly. Mm-hmm. That's scary because you're losing people that are, like, actually real around you. Yeah. But you start to, like, you, you forget that they're real because you start questioning them and then mm-hmm. you start to lose people. Yep, do you become more that, isolated. So what I wanted to know is, do you think that, like, those people 
do you think that's a real thing or is that in your head like do you think those people really are like questioning you or do you think that like that's a thing like I never know that like I literally sometimes think like am I jeopardizing all these other things in my life and is it actually affecting me or is it just in my head Mm, so like, not trusting your own reality yeah yeah so I'm just saying like do you think that's like how real do you think that is or do you think you we imagine this stuff because of the toxic well I think that people do pull away if they you don't like see eye to eye anymore I mean eventually no one's gonna yeah. want to be around because the other person's just controlling you you're not your same self who they that's... became friends with and that's why it's so dangerous to get isolated that's why you need close friends to ground you you should never have to give up your friends for your partner yeah, true. But I don't know how you feel. Like, did your situation, did he make you feel like you had to give your, up your friends? Or did you just do it because you felt like you had to because you didn't want to, like, tell them about it? Because it's, like, kind of embarrassing. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I mean, for me, like, when I was dating this person, like, I didn't hang out with friends. And it was the same thing because he would get mad at me and, like, make me feel like shit for being around, like, other people. Right. You know? So, um... Like, you're not giving enough time to him. Or, like, he wouldn't yeah, want me, me around, like, if there was, like, a dude there or, like, if they had a brother or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, no, I found myself so isolated, which makes it even harder because you do start to question, like, everything, I feel like, when they're telling you, the lamp is red. <laughs> <laughs> the lamp. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, like, okay, for example, like, have you ever been, like, was he, like telling you that okay I'm just I'm just putting things out there from experience okay like if you were like let's say y'all like went out for dinner like you were like at a party or something and like you just said hi to another guy literally you're just like hey bro would he be like oh you were flirting with this person or no 100% yeah that's so annoying like he wouldn't even go to parties with me because it was like I don't know he didn't want me around other dudes like in general oh wow yeah very controlling yeah so like what so how did you deal with that? I just stayed home. Because it's easier than fighting him. It's huh? easier, and I, like, I didn't want to be upset that he was upset at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it ruins the time. You're out there knowing that you're going to have to kind of pay for it in a way yeah. when you get home. And also, like, if I were to do something like go to a party, he would do something to get back mm-hmm. at me. Get even? Yeah. Punish you? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, this is, like, it's kind of heavy, but, like, why we're here Mm -hmm. um no but this is like what I'm relating to my situation like when I first started like when I moved out of my house and like I sound so Canadian right there (laughs) I like it um no but um in in, uh, Calgary and I moved to Vancouver there was this guy that like it was like the epitome of toxicness and like that's what this would be so like I literally would lock myself in my room for like eight hours I didn't have friends I didn't do anything because it was like exactly that situation like I wouldn't even know what I was doing I literally would be like I could just literally just be out for coffee with somebody and they're like oh it was just so controlling to the point where it wasn't even worth it yeah do you know what I mean like you couldn't even make friends because it was like it's so exhausting and so emotionally heavy to be in that situation because you just have to pay for it. So for me, I was like, oh, I'm better off just, like, sitting alone. Because you don't want to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you're just going to be, like, you know, it's going to be harder to take that. Because you almost have to feel like they they make you feel like you did do something wrong. You're like, and, like, I would be like, oh, wait, I was at coffee with them, but maybe I was wrong. Exactly. Maybe I shouldn't have drank the coffee. Oh, (laughs) oh, my God. God. No, but I know it sounds funny, but I would be like, maybe, like, maybe that was 
bad. Like no, I was that, like, that's maybe, the thing. You start questioning. You're like, was is this on me? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you would literally be like, oh, like maybe they're right. They must be right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or I had a job like um, at this restaurant. And, like obviously, there's tons of guys that work there, and it's just like, it's like you're just talking to like somebody at work, and you're like, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't be talking to the guys because maybe you should just talk to girls. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like you know it's what I mean? so, like, wait, what? It's like, so weird, too, because of, like, especially what we do. I mean, we're in, like... Music. Yeah, and there's we're constantly meeting new people, and, like, you have to write songs with dudes sometimes, I know. you know, so... <laughs> Literally all the time. I mean, it's a male... All the time. I mean, hopefully we're changing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully right, right. there's more females, yeah, but there is a lot of guys in our industry, and that's the whole thing, is, like, how do you... if Okay, let's just say, like, the guys are totally, like normal guy and he's not trying to be creepy or anything like that because that mm-hmm. does exist a lot in music but if it's not that case like how are you supposed to can't you relate to somebody if they're a guy you know what I mean like in the same way that you would a girl just to write the song like why would you have yes. to like take like it's almost like you hurt the song by holding back because you're like oh well if I can't tell you myself and get close to you because I feel like I'm gonna in trouble like you're not putting your You're whole self your in your whole project, self in the right? project. Yeah, yeah, so how do, and I feel like, I mean, obviously this is just experience because I am a female, but I feel like as a female, you struggle with that a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't know, do you think that females struggle with toxicness more than guys? Well, actually, I've been training a lot of guys that have been with toxic females, because this, but, but that doesn't mean it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the toxic ones. No, <clears throat> no. Well, here's the deal, though. Is <laughs> no, pe- no, I don't no, think no, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But jealousy is not a normal part of a relationship. You should be able to talk to guys and girls, and your partner should know and trust you. And if they don't trust you, that's more about them. If you're a trustworthy person, you should be able. I've treated people that their <laughs> their spouses <laughs> would get mad at them if they went to the grocery store because they thought somehow they'd go to the grocery store check out and they'd sleep with the checkout person like they have this imagining like that this would happen that's ridiculous it's insane and it's because they were so insecure and their anxiety would build so high and they would create these scenarios that weren't true and then you you know you guys are trying to control their reactions but they're going to be that jealous no matter what you do because that's their own mental health issue so you're saying that the the spouse would be there no they'd be you go to the grocery store let's say and they'd be home and they'd go okay it should take you 10 minutes but it took you 20 so somehow you had sex in that extra 10 minutes that's real though and it's really bad sex too if it's that fast i mean really like like, what's going on sorry oh my god (laughs) no but that's crazy that's exactly what i mean yeah it's like you and then you know what's so crazy about the toxicness is that you actually check yourself and you're like Mm -hmm. wait maybe i was flirting with the yeah, you assume no, you did something and then, wrong. And then, like, the, they'll ask you, like, did you? And then you were like, no. And you're like, are you sh-? Yes, you were. And then it's, and they'll, they'll say all this stuff mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, oh, okay, actually, maybe Damn. when I gave them my money, maybe we touched hands for two seconds. <laughs> girl, and I was flirting. Right. I'm like, oh, shit, like, I was flirting. And then you're like, I'm sorry. And, and then you end up being the one to apologize. For what? And then Dude, you're like, wait. What? You're like, I, you're, and the whole time, and then you start mm-hmm. to be like, I am wrong. And then as, that's what it, it's so interesting, like, about this whole thing, because I think you can be aware. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like you don't know that it's happening to you, but for some you reason, it. You, you it starts it, yeah. to, like, shrink your confidence. Also, it just starts feeling, like, more and more normal. That's what yes, I'm saying. Yes, it gets normalized 100%. Know, I mean, definitely. But how, 
how do you deal with that? Like, how do you, like, in those situations, because I think in these, like, at least in my experience, like, when you go through it, you feel like you don't have an escape. Like, it feels like, a, you know, like, you couldn't possibly imagine getting out. Like, how do how do you go about getting out of these situations? Because I know that, obviously, we're, we, every, you know what, the thing is, I think a lot of people, and this is, I mean, you would know better than me, but, like, I'm sure 90% of people go through this, you know, so any, for anybody that's watching this, I'm sure it's like, you know, and for us and for people that are watching, like, what are ways that you, what are steps you can take to actually be able to remove yourself from those situations and feel like you can heal from it? Well, you know what, we talked about therapy being terrifying, but it's also a really good place to, to learn, you know, what, what your normal is. Cause sometimes you kind of forget what your normal is. Right. Also, you know, there's the extreme situations where I have to refer people to shelters and such, but when right. you're talking about like dating situations where it's more emotional abuse, right, right, right. you know, keeping that good friend and you don't have to report, you don't have to tell the person you're with everything you're doing just because they're asking. You could have secret conversations with your best friend about it. You can like, keep what do you it. mean? For example, like, I don't know if you had this happen ever, but a guy that's really toxic will go, who are you talking to? What are you doing? Like, they'll want to know everyone you're talking to, everything you're doing. You'll feel you have to report on it. And you don't have to. Your own boundaries. You don't have to tell them anything. It's up to you, and you kind of lose that. But, but how do you not? You, but that's what I'm saying. That makes like, you sound I, sus if you don't. That's what I'm no. saying. Exactly. Well, that makes you feel sus. And then it puts you down the, the web. Like, how do you be like, like, if they're like, oh, what did you do today? And then you, you start to be like, I don't want to say anything because everything's guilty. You know what you're mean? like, I'm not telling you. They're going to be like. You fucked the cash. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or like, but, then, but then there's the boundaries. Like then that's when you know, because that's that's why this type of show is so great. Because maybe someone watching or listening will yeah. know. Oh my gosh, that's not normal. I don't. That's that, not a way to live. And then you realize you can call one of your friends because maybe you were normal. You know, you knew what was normal before, but you kind of lose it when you're in that. And so just having people like you talk about it, so right. they know it's not normal. It's not normal to be questioned. You shouldn't have to account for all your time. So you think a lot of people don't realize that it's toxic? Yes. That's yeah. interesting. No, definitely. Because I feel like in any situation that I've been in that feels toxic, I'm pretty aware that it's toxic. The I know it, but I like, it's almost like I like it, which is the fucked up thing. Like, I feel like <laughs> part of me, like, craves it. Like, what it, do you like about it? I think I like that it's like, not, I don't know. I feel like I need it to be inspired. Is it like the being wanted? Like, like, when they, the way they love? No. I think I just like the constant up and downs. Like, it's awful, but at the same time, like, I crave that. Mm. Yeah. So maybe I'm a little toxic, but... <laughs> but I listen, I don't know. <laughs> you know what's so funny that you say that? I'm like that, too. I'm definitely a little toxic. I'm really like that. Like, I feel... Either. No, I'm definitely... I think... I'm not gonna sit no. here and be like, he was so shitty when... I mean, he was, but, like, I could have been You feed into too. it. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even... Well... Okay. I probably participated. Yeah. A couple times. Exactly. No, and yeah. the thing is, is that, like, there's a thing, I think, as being a creative, bringing it back to, like, how we write songs mm -hmm. and stuff, and I know that, like, me and Jesse are so similar in this sense, but, like, like, it's, it's, once you create music and you, you feel like there's something that's on this, like, higher level that you just feel like you're addicted to, it's like a drug. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. so many things in life can become boring. Oh, so Do you know what I mean? So it's like 100%. things that are like normal are now no longer fun. I don't like like a calm for too Me long. Me too. Like if I'm like, why, if I'm just like sitting at home and I'm like things that like Everything's... people would think would be like, oh, this is like a nice thing to do. Like even now, like going for a walk or something, like at some point I'm like, 
I'm bored of this walk. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just bored. It's it's funny that you're saying this because I'm I'm actually someone that has really bad ADD. And and I don't know. Like, sometimes when people have ADD, they could also be really... They're more creative than the average person. They have a higher IQ than the average person. But they get super bored and like to stir things up when things are flatline. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. And, like, the highs and lows are so crazy because I feel like when I'm, like, in such a good mood, I'm, like... Like, it's, like, the best feeling, but then you come down so heavy, and you feel like, like, for me, it's just, like, I'd rather feel than not feel. Like, to me, I feel like when I'm, like, exactly. in a very middle place, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not feeling anything, and I can't connect. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be up and down. Me, too. So, I definitely am guilty of that, like, 100%, but, like, in terms of, like, being depleted of confidence is the thing that I hate, that I attach myself, like, when you get in a toxic situation... Sometimes you think that maybe you track people that know that you're like that, 100%. but you don't want somebody to like take your confidence away. It's like yeah. you just want to feel those like highs and lows, but you don't want to feel like the ways that like makes you feel like not yourself. Exactly. Like, I don't want. like not too low. I'm not trying to go too low. Like <laughs> you don't want to overshoot it. But even, if, like, but even if you are feeling low, though, it's not about like like you can feel low without feeling like. You don't know who you are. I think. Yeah. That's my experience. That's, you know what I mean? That's the too low. That's, that's the too low. That's the too low. <laughs> <laughs> too low. No, but it really is. It's just like, it's, and that's the part that's dangerous about toxicness because I think, like she said, like, I think we probably are toxic to some extent because we attract, no, we can attract toxic people, but, but it's different than being like, like, I don't, I couldn't imagine, I mean, Maybe we do, though. I don't know. Well, okay, like, you guys I'm aren't just... toxic people. You may have behaviors you've gotten in a habit of doing. Because yeah. it doesn't sound like you want to control other people. It just seems no. like you want to get your brain She's needs like, stimulation <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, but... no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but you could, the thing that we'd work on is where did you learn this pattern? Like, of the ups and downs in a relationship. Why does that feel like love? Why, does that, why do you connect that way? Uh, I feel like it's the only love I've ever felt. Because, because, like, that's what it's No, just because I'm so young, like, he, like, is the only dude I've ever loved, for real. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't seen any different. So for you, it's really good that you're talking about it, and doing therapy would be really good, because you don't want that to be your template. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But what did you feel, like, what, what do you think about falling for somebody? Like, did you realize you were like that before falling? for him like do you think that like did you feel like you were super addicted to highs and lows before meeting him I don't know because I met him when I was like 13 or 14 oh, I was just a kid bro yeah, you were so I mean, young but you could still I mean yeah. you could still be I young mean, I didn't like think so like I I feel like it I don't know because it wasn't even like toxic for the first like oh but that's normal couple months you know what I'm saying well, and then yeah it, they it, can hold it together and then it went, <laughs> yeah yeah, it's like what you're mm-hmm. saying. So then it just got more and more toxic, like as we get older. Um, yeah, and I feel like I definitely like fed into it more. We both did, and it just got to a point where it was like, whoa, like this is scary. Like I'm losing myself. Right. Yeah. One of the things that's really important to work on is to learn when to quit. Yeah. And if you're someone oh. who's really caring, a hardworking, <laughs> like, you always push yourself, and both of you are kind of like that. Yeah. But I saw like you're really hardworking. You don't want to give up. Because you feel like, well, maybe we can make it work. Maybe. That's the thing. That's, like, oh, it's so sad because in your mind, I'm, like, I'll go through anything for you. Like, 
literally put me through as much as you want. Like, I'm staying where I'm riding this out, you know? Yeah. Which is so awful when it just is going to get worse and worse and worse. Right. It's okay to quit a bad relationship. That's so hard, though. Yeah. Oh, my name's I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. (laughs) And the thing is, is, no, but do you know what's crazy is, like, I don't have you ever felt like this when it becomes, like, on days where it feels completely normal and you're like, oh, my God, this is a totally normal day. Like, you're like, this is not fun. No, literally. See, that's where you know you kind of have or sick. That's how yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, damn, I'm fucked up. Like, because no. <laughs> you're like, wait, why should I not be enjoying this? Like, maybe that's you're not real. that compatible. It's like an exciting or, feeling in your uh, body. Like that's when, what I'm saying. When like a fight, uh, like, we're starts. way too. It's like, we're way too similar. <laughs> I like, know. Like, even though she's 17, I'm like, how do how do we relate to someone? Because that's exactly what it is like it's like i is it maybe it is part of the fact that we like get off on like being creative and we like have to feel so intensely to be able to like it's like i i feel like it's like this anointed sort of like yeah. thing where you feel like you're not in the planet like that's how it feels it, it yeah. makes sense though because the people i've talked to that are trying to get out of toxic relationship yeah. patterns they always when they meet a guy that's real i think is amazing for him they talk about their help but he's kind of boring i'm all no, wait, wait a second. Like, it's oh, not boring. No. <laughs> and that's the problem is like you do meet somebody and they treat you in all the right ways. They like make you feel amazing. They're like, oh my, and you're like, they check all the boxes. Like literally. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, this person is like, and your parents are like, oh my God, this is the yeah. guy. This is perfect. And then like, and then you're just like, but I don't, like I don't look forward to hanging out with them. Like I, you don't get It's that, not like, the same like thing. fire. Like exactly. There's not like a fire lit in you. Yeah. Good. This is good therapy. Great therapy. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll do like ten more minutes and then okay. we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's so crazy because I think, from your experience, do you think this is something that like is specific to like creative people or people that like are addicted to like just having like almost like it is a drug like that feeling or do you think that just so many people go through it? I see a lot of people go through it, but I think if you're looking for intensity in the beginning then you're more at risk. Because a relationship, here's how it's supposed to go, and this is how a toxic goes. Toxic, you meet someone, and you either hook up or commit to each other within the first two weeks. And then after then um, af- after that, like, it's your, you want your ride and die. You want to be with them every single minute. You're talking all day long. It's not like a slow buildup. Healthy relationships, it, it takes longer to get to know them. <laughs> like, it, it should take, like, a good, like, at least a month, you know, where you're getting to know each other. You're going... You're going to dinner, you're finding out about their past, and it goes slower. And that's when you're more of a creative person. You might want to, come on, let's go. Let's let's get this all going. And it goes way too fast because things that start out all fiery and fiery. See, why does that sound so appealing? Though? <laughs> oh, I know! <laughs> it literally so- I'm like, mm, I'll pick that one. <laughs> yeah. Damn, what is, like, this is... But why does that sound appealing? Yeah, like, what is why, it about yeah, the fire? Why, I mean, I know. Because I'm... <laughs> Like I said, I just, like, I want the intense. I'd rather feel too much than not enough. You know what I'm saying? Is there a middle ground? See? There could be a middle ground. There could be a middle ground. That's a lyric, by the way. Every episode, (laughs) I feel like, no, but literally, I'd rather feel too much than not enough. Like, that's... That actually is a a lyric. And that's a... Because the thing is, is this is how therapy becomes song. Because it's like, you literally talk about it, and all of a sudden, something comes out, and you're like, okay. Because writing songs isn't about being like in my opinion it's like oh yeah this is such a great concept we're like no one can relate to it because it's not real oh, but if right. you say something real that people are like oh my god that hurt like just to hear that like everyone's like oh my god just to hear that 
resonates. You don't even need to hear a melody to it. Imagine with the song. Like, it's going to, that's what making music is. True. Just I putting it that, on. Because yeah. it's like, it, and so that's kind of why I wanted to do this, too. Because to, this is literally how it, the best songs in my career have gone down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you just talk, we, this, all the songs we've written about aren't like, oh, yeah, like, what, like, what is it? Like, even with sobriety, like, yeah. it was like us, like, having a panic attack. you really were having a passion no seriously we were like we bonded on having anxiety and like all these things and it was just something that we were like this is the song and it just felt like very instinctual and the same thing yeah it just kind of came out it just came out and it just came out because of this like being able to be like just sit down in a room and be like this is what you're going through and sometimes it can be embarrassing to like yeah. be so vulnerable with people but um, when you find people that you can do that with like in these situations right. the best songs are made true and it's still scary sometimes like with people that you're like like me and jenna like certain things are just like scary to talk about but, <laughs> you know what i'm saying bro like but no it definitely helps also to be able to like put it all in a song and then like listen to it after it's like writing a book about what you exactly went through and, then, like, right, right. and like it is scary because we always talk about like going to sessions with people that like you don't necessarily gel with or like they judge you the same way that we said to find the right therapist mm-hmm. all this th- these things so it's like imagine telling your story or like even if you didn't tell your story you come in and you just had like the worst thing happen to you and you tell that person and you take the chance that one they don't give a shit two mm-hmm. they make you feel worse you know what mm-hmm. i mean or it's like like you could be in a situation where like maybe that is something that you felt like you really need to get off your chest but that person wasn't the right person to be able to communicate that through song. So then you feel like, oh, I wanted to get that out, and I wasted that energy on this thing. So that's oh. it. so that's what is actually relates back to, to making songs, because I think when you find chemistry with p- people and you're able to do this and actually, like, talk about it, and they're, they're like, oh, my God, yes, it's like this, like, it literally feels like sex. It's like the best feeling. It's like, oh, my God, yes. No, but it's like... Maybe it's, that's why you got jealous. No, maybe. No, no, but it's just like such a, it's such a like euphoric feeling where you can find that and you're able to like really... Because it feels like... Or maybe it's like, the best thing ever. The best thing sure. ever. Yeah. Like call joining in therapy when you have that click and you feel like you can really trust the person. <gasps> yeah. Okay, okay. So I have a good example for that. Like yeah. that, that an avatar when they um, connect. Like, yes. Oh, my God. That's exact. Doesn't it feel like that? No, have you seen avatar? Does. No. Oh, I'm like okay. smiling. You, you have, you have, have to, to they touch and then like all of a sudden they're so like it's they, like this connection or something. Exactly. No, I have to watch it. It's so. like physics. You like really oh. feel like all of a sudden this like connection that's like this like conversation that just like pours out and you're like oh my god this is like oh, okay. a really crazy feeling. You gotta watch it, Brandon. I know. So watch it tonight. Watch I will now. Oh my gosh, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like I, I. I feel like I'm addicted to it too. Like I'm literally like so I can't even imagine the slow build. Like that's like, I can't even imagine a relationship where it wasn't like crazy, you know. <laughs> me, but, like I mean like the toxicness that I was talking about like my my first experience with it for me was like the epitome of unhealthy and that was something that was like not <laughs> something that I feel like I wanted and like that was definitely not the example that's healthier. I I wanted to I wanted to get out of it, so that was definitely like the too low example Mm -hmm. but in terms of like now just like who you're attracted to and like this the like what like sort of brings that fire out of you it's like there's always this certain element of toxicness like I feel like that I go 
like she like it's the same thing where you just feel like oh my god this this makes me feel alive that's what it makes yeah, you feel alive bro what okay i'm just gonna throw this out there but you know that feeling that you get when everything's going well and you're super happy and that intensity mm-hmm. you could have that without the jealousy and the emotional abuse how? And sometimes, <laughs> but it would be with a, someone that you get to know, there's a slow buildup and it grows. That actually exists. I promise you it exists, but no one believes me until they actually get there. And there is something about both of you having anxiety and both of you craving intensity too. So I'm curious what the connection is. Hmm. What do you mean to toxicness? Yeah, because there's something about maybe it gets you out of your own mind. In a way, because you're focused on the relationship. Oh, bro, yeah, because you focus on... <gasps> That's so crazy. Like, I feel like... When I'm in a toxic relationship, it makes me focus on that, and I'm not dealing with my own like mm-hmm. mental struggles. Right. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, I love that. <laughs> well, no, I mean this is we. I feel like we could go on forever, but this is no, this is. Really. I think this is actually really helpful for us, and also just anyone that's watching for so many different reasons. Because I think that you know. Again, it's like, it's however you want to look at it. Like, for us, it's like, obviously, like, we are addicted to it to the point where, like, we enjoy it. But I think it's, 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 it's some people don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And some people want to watch and be like, oh, okay, maybe I wasn't aware. Like, for us, I think we are aware. Because We're we do it, because we, yeah. we do it to ourselves. But I don't, I think that we also, our challenge me and Jesse is to be like, how do we like find middle ground where right. we can like feel those ways, but not feel like we're going so low that like we're losing ourselves. The too low. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But for other people, maybe they really strive for something that they're just like in a situation where they don't realize it and they hear these things and they're like, oh wow. Like, so I think this has been really yeah. helpful. Okay, good. All right. So before we quit, I have a couple questions. I think we should go back and forth. All right. Okay, girl. Awesome. This is unrelated to toxic relationships. We can all take a question. Okay. Ready for this? Okay. Guys. All right. So let's see here. What was your first job? <laughs> singing. Singing. Okay. <laughs> what did you get paid for? Like, when was the first time you got paid for singing? TikTok Live. Oh, that one was that? <laughs> like a year ago. That is so crazy. And wait, tell, okay, how many, fo- like, how many followers have you increased in, like, a year? Like, when did you start two years? Like, how many millions? Did you- I don't know. That's so crazy. Like, it's when you started, then you said, how many did you have, and how many do you have now? When I started singing? Yeah, no, TikTok. Like- oh, TikTok. Well, I had zero when I started. No, 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 but, like, okay, like, a year ago. You said from a year ago. A year ago. Like, when you started making money off of, like, music oh. and singing. Like, what was, what was, like... The growth. In oh, a year. okay. All right. When, fuck, I don't. Well, I started posting like my first singing TikTok. Like when it's yeah, when it started to like really go. Well, I had like. I I, don't, I started with like a hundred thousand, I think. When was that? Like last last summer. <sighs> and yeah. how many do you have now? Seven point one million. Oh my gosh, girl! That's crazy, crazy, bro. We love to see it. That's yeah. so cool. Um, okay, so you wanna add, you wanna do the next glasses. one? Um, this is the second one. So do I ask you this? Um, yeah, you can ask me. Oh, <laughs> what is your Hogwarts house? Oh wait, oh, wait, did I skip this one? Okay. <laughs> oh, what is your favorite breakfast? <sighs> but now I want to know about your Hogwarts okay, house. Okay, no, I'm like, <laughs> my favorite breakfast is by far egg white omelet, smoked salmon, jalapenos, and goat cheese. Love it. Oh, wow. And arugula. 
So good. I don't even know what arugula is, bro. What is that? Oh, a very so. spicy salad. Spicy, because I, I guess I'm... I'm that sounds so kind of spicy. That's so bougie, bro. I know. I know. Okay, wait, wait. I'm all cereal. Who so am I asking had... this? Uh, oh. What was the, the last... third one. What was the last text you sent? <laughs> oh! <laughs> the last text oh I sent was to my husband, who I said we're going to be a little bit longer, and he's walking <laughs> around Walmart <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Oh, my God. Okay. That. Whose turn? Let's see. Um, okay, what? Okay, what is your Hogwarts house? Am I, like, so... I don't even know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's in Hogwarts. It, uh, I'm just like the biggest person. Okay, I'm like, I like different houses like Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. And, um, this is so embarrassing. I'm not going to No, I literally don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. It's Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Right? Yeah, Harry Potter oh, and the different houses. But I don't even watch Harry Potter. I've never seen it, yeah. What? Okay. You've never seen Avatar. Okay, I'm watching Avatar and you guys have to go home and watch Harry Potter because this is ridiculous because... These are very big movies. Fuck it, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, okay wait, let's. Okay, you watch Avatar. I will. We'll watch Harry. Or I just said we'll watch Harry Styles. Okay, what is happening in my head right now? You know what? We'll watch Harry Styles. Um, okay, okay. Jesse, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you pick? Oh fuck. That's a hard one. I'm glad I didn't get that one. That's. So I feel like that's a good one. It's so hard to go. Well, I see. I, I know one of them. Well, I would pick it for you. Jack Harlow. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, fuck, oh, Jacob E. Lordy. These are my three. Ooh. Wow. I included you. That is good. We love I that. I can't think of people on the spot. I couldn't think of their names. Should we show her? Oh, we oh. have to show her now. We have to show her now. <laughs> you can't turn around. She's, She's just coming, come in. Just like, come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. <laughs> so Did I like say hi? Yeah, come in. Hi. It's therapy. This right. is so good. Welcome. Alright. Okay, should we okay look, why don't Okay. How about you you answer this? Okay. Finish the phrase. The way to my heart is. <laughs> oh, this is a hard one too. That's so fucking hard. Oh I'm just God. looking at how we put her on this Through my chest cavity. Honestly, I love me some food. So I might do like pasta or something because Hell yeah. Because why not? Because yeah, why not? Because like, why not? I really not that hard to please. Really? <laughs> what kind of pasta is the real mm. thing? Oh my god. Mm, I don't know. Butter noodles. Butter Which noodles. one? Butter noodles or gas? Butter Ichiban? Noodles. I've never heard that. Ichiban? Do you know what Ichiban is? Am I saying it right? Ichiban. Is it Ichiban? I've heard it before. Oh wait, is it my, am I going crazy? The, no. the skinny ones that have... Is this Canadian or am I just tripping? I, I think it might be Canadian, bro. No. Wait, 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 hold on. I'm looking it up. Ichiban? It's like it, is? it sounds familiar, it's like but it also noodle, sounds like a muscle right? cream when you say it like that. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. I feel like I'm like, Ichiban noodles? Ugh. Hold on. Ichiban. I feel like now I'm like, wait, am I tripping? No, it's a thing. If they're like really skinny, it's like so good. Okay, now we all have homework. We all gotta go try shit. Ichiban noodles. <laughs> this is this. Bro, oh, like ramen noodles. Oh, ramen noodles. Do you yeah, know, ramen. but they're like really skinny. They're not like the, the they're thick like skinny? ones. Like skinny, skinny. Gotcha, bro. I mean, <laughs> not to be like body conscious or anything. <laughs> no shaming um, the noodles. I know, no shaming the noodles. <laughs> um, okay, so you do this one. Okay. I'll ask you, um, advice you would give to your younger self. What advice would you give your younger self? 
Not to be addicted to toxicness. <laughs> yes! <laughs> would she listen, though? She would not listen, she would though. Not listen. <laughs> she definitely would not listen. Um, okay, that's it. I love you guys. I Big love hugs. You. Love you. <laughs> this was so fun. This was so fun. And helpful. It was so helpful. I love therapy. <gasps> okay, oh, now, you're, now she's going to therapy. She's therapy. Okay. All right. Cool. No camera, though. That was fun. Yeah, no camera. Guys. Was that good? Yeah, I got like chills a few times. Did you really? Really? Oh, oh. I'm gonna. How do you feel about your first therapy session? I loved it. Bro. That was actually really? good. You got like better as it like went. I even cried. Guys, <laughs> no, I literally please. Love that. Okay. Oh, I dropped. That was actually so cute.